Hi everyone, this is Richie Faulkner from Elegant Weapons and Judas Priest. You're listening to Dave and Shane. Richie Faulkner, Elegant Weapons is the new band Judas Priest legend with us right now. We got so many questions for you. Um, you know, since we talked to you last time, of course, you you, uh, you played the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That was awesome. Uh, you got this yeah. new project, Elegant Weapons. And Priest, I know you're working on the new music. Uh, let's just start with kind of, you know, how have you been? And and the new stuff, the new song, Do or Die, man, it is absolutely killer. You're just firing in all cylinders, man. How, how are you doing it? I'm doing very well. Thanks for asking, guys. Yeah, it's been busy, but, you know, you never know when it's not going to be busy anymore, if you know what I mean. So, I mean, we had the pandemic and then, you know, everyone thought, you know, is this, are we going to be working anymore? And then uh, what happened to me happened. Uh, So my kind of mindset now is, you know, if you've got something to do, do it, because like you never know what's around the corner. So, yeah, as you said, you know, we've got the elegant weapons stuff done. We're doing all this, you know, talking to you guys about the record. We've done the Priest record. We've been out on the road with Priest. We've got some dates coming up with Weapons in June, July. Um, no doubt we'll have some Priest stuff coming up soon. So it's, uh, you know, it, it's busy, but it's it's who I am, man. I'm a guitar player. So it was kind of, it gets me back to who I am and normality, if you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah. Well, since we, we talked to you last, Richie, uh, you had your second surgery in september how, how are you feeling are you feeling feeling pretty good i'm feeling all right man you know uh i mean i was i was feeling all right before it all happened so i don't know <laughs> you know you never know that's my point though but no i appreciate you asking man i'm feeling okay yeah. um i went out to a show the other night i went out to see demon hunter and living sacrifice uh, you know a metal show in nashville so ev- oh, wow. everything uh, everything feels good you know just living a normal life Fortunately, you know, I mean, I got very lucky, first of all, just to, to survive what happened. But then I'm luckily lucky enough to be living a normal life. The the riffs on this record are, you know, just staple of your style, very heavy, very melodic and, and just, I mean, you know, very tasteful. Uh, and I'm wondering, like, when as you're putting this together, I mean, how do you decide? Is there a part of you that says, well, this feels more like something separate than priest or in this feels more like, you know, how did you kind of, was this a, a, a were these completely separate writing sessions, uh, you know, kind of on your own time or were these ideas that you thought, you thought fit your own thing and not priest or how did that work? That's a good question. I mean, I, I mean, I, I write the same way as I do with priest really. Um, but this, because it happened during the pandemic, I had the time to do it. We weren't touring with priest or anything like that. And also, the new priest record wasn't recorded, but the demos were done. So we'd recorded demos and the songs were created. So I could draw a line underneath that. So anything I I had that was new creatively, I could then give to the Elegant Weapons record. Um, Whereas, you know, so it it was an extension of the same DNA that I use with the priest stuff. So, um, you know, if we were writing another priest record at a time, these riffs probably would have been given to that, you know. Um, but as I said, as I could draw a line underneath the priest record creatively, the, the riffs went to this record instead, you know, so it's, it's coming from the same place. But it was also important to me that it sounded different than, than a priest record. Otherwise, there'd be no no point, really. Yeah. Um, they've always given me the opportunity to write with them. Um, so I wanted it to kind of stand on its own two legs a little bit, have, a, have its own flavor. And I think it did that. So uh, that was just fortunate that it, it had a different flavor. Um, so yeah, that's what I did really, um, and hopefully I'll be able to do. I've got some more riffs 
in the can for the next one, hopefully. Speaking of priests, got to ask you, like, you know, uh, what's kind of the status of the new priest record? It sounds like you guys are raring to go on this one and maybe closing in a little bit. Yeah, we're uh, we're I think we're almost finished. Andy Sneap uh, texted me a couple of days ago. I think we might be nearing the completion of the vocals. Uh, and I think that was the last thing we needed to do on it on the recording stage. So I think we might be, I don't want to speak too soon. I, I don't actually know, but I think, I think it's probably almost done tracking. Then we've got to, we've got, obviously we've got to mix it. Sure. Uh, we've got to master it. And then we've got to, you know, the record label, we've got to manufacture it. And I think, I think the vinyl's taking a little while these days to get yeah. actually manufactured. So I don't know how long that process is going to take, but as far as recording it, I think it's, uh, it's pretty near completion. Um, so yeah, I've said this before, but um, I was in Phoenix a few weeks ago with Rob and Andy Sneap recording some vocals, and it's sounding sounding great, man. It's just hearing hearing Rob on new priest tracks, you know, new journeys and new new kind of new tracks that we haven't heard before is just uh, is a thrill to be a part of for sure. Goosebumps, man. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's, hearing that legendary voice oh my on God. new songs is wicked. <laughs> Is it a themed album like Nostradamus or is it more like the old school bluesy priest, you know, how, how would you describe yeah, there's, there's it? There's no theme. There's no theme as such. Um, not like a, like, not like Nostradamus. No, it's just a, a collection of songs that fit uh, a collection. You know what I mean? Like it fits an album. They're all appropriate in the, in the collection of the album. I think we've probably got too many. We, we want to maybe trim it, back a bit we might have maybe i don't know how many we've got but we might we want to keep it around a certain number so you know so we've got a nice concise number and again that, that fit in that are appropriate as an album um but no concept as such um there's a few bluesy riffs in there there's there's some uh, there's there's a lot of swagger in uh, in some of these riffs like uh from killing machine there's a few progressive elements like you know the sinner and tyrant and um so you know, it's it's a very it's a diverse album, but um, I think the fans are going to dig it. Uh, hopefully, as much as we do. And speaking of, of priest and history, you know, last year Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I mean, man, um, <laughs> we 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 were absolutely thrilled to see you and, and KK on stage together. It was just all smiles here at, at this house. I mean, do you ever see uh, a possibility of that ever happening again? You KK and Glenn. Has there been any talk or is that just that ship sailed? I don't, I don't know, man. There's, there's been no talk. There's been no talk. I think if, if there was going to have been, it would have it would have happened then. You know what I mean? And I haven't heard anything. That's that's not my that's not yeah. my discussion to have, if you know what I mean. But, uh, you know, if, if it was one night only, I mean, for me as, as a priest fan, being part of Priest as a three-pronged guitar attack, that was just like a kid in a candy store moment. <laughs> yeah, the first time I met Ken as well, so uh, yeah. it was great to to riff with him, to jam with him. It, the great thing as well, it was a TV show. Sometimes those things, you know, I've heard that they're not live, but everything we've done on TV has been live, um, and that was no exception. So it was loud, it was loud, it was live. It was great to to play with Ken and Glenn together. Uh, and Les as well, obviously. I've, I've played with Les yeah. before, but it was just great to be a part of that, uh, you know, three-pronged guitar attack. So, you know, if it happens again, great. If it doesn't, then I'm happy to be a part of it. Grow, growing up as a priest fan, what was it like, you know, meeting Ken? I mean, I know there was all the 
back stuff that was in, you know, you goes back and forth in the press, but like, what was that meeting like? It seemed like you guys just got on very well, you know, very cordial. And, you know, but what was that like for you as a fan growing up, you know, loving the band? Well, I, you know, I grew up playing covers around England and London and stuff. And Priest was part of the menu, you know, on the set list, you know, you had to play, you know, Breaking the Law and another thing coming. It was part of, you know, it's like you play in a bar band, you're selling beer. So you got to play music that sells beer and that was part <laughs> of it you know um so i was intimately connected with the music you know in, in a sense um so meeting him was great you know obviously as you said a, a lot of stuff had gone down with him and the band in the 10 years prior to that but you know i kind of had to put it out it was it wasn't my fight it wasn't my thing so i just had to uh you know just put that aside and just just be uh just try and be how I'd have been if that stuff hadn't have happened. Just, you know, he, he was, he might've been uh, dealing with it as well. It was the first time he'd seen them in a long time. So I don't know what he was feeling. I don't know what the band were feeling about it. So I just had to kind of be accommodating and make it kind of easier for him if I could. Mm. Um, if he needed anything, I could help him out, you know, that sort of approach really. And it, it seemed to seem to work. We got on well played well together and we looked great together with the two v's oh up there was, oh yeah there were some good shots up there yeah the two blondes oh, of the two views man very cool yeah. that, was, that, was, that was so rock and roll man that was so cool <laughs> <laughs> how's glenn doing i mean we you know how's he uh you know he's been he's he's a fighter you know we, he looked great at the rock hall show i mean how's he doing um what's his approach been like on on kind of recording his parts on the new uh upcoming record too well, Glenn has good days and bad days, you know. So I remember when we were recording or coming up with ideas, writing the record, um, if he couldn't play too well one day, he'd sort of uh, just get his ideas across verbally, you know. So he'd do it like mm. that. And then if he could play, he'd play, obviously. Um, so he's been, you're right, he's a warrior, you know. He's a, he's a trooper. He knows the limitations he's got, but he's uh, he doesn't really let it get to him. You know, he try, he tries to navigate around it i mean even i think the redeemer of souls tour he was battling with it and he he, he carried on and, and fought through it you know um so it's a testament really to glenn's character and we can all i think learn something from that um so yeah glenn you know he's writing credits on the record um and he records what he can and i remember like he would if there's something he's got an idea in his head, he, he figures out a way to do it in the way that he can do it. It yeah. might not be the way I think that he would have done it before, but he tries to figure out a way that he can do it now. And it might be, you know, different. Um, so that that's the way that's he's a, he, as you said, he, he's a fighter, Glenn. So he, he'll try and figure out the way yeah. to do it the best way he can. Is he, is he still yeah, practicing? inspiration, man. I don't know. I don't know if he practices actually. I've got to call him today. I, I said to, I sent him an email. I said I'll call him today, but um, I'm not sure if he practices uh, as much as he used to. It must be quite daunting, I can imagine. Uh, you, you know, yeah. I can imagine it being one of the things where if if it doesn't go too well, you don't want to do it, and then the the less you do it, the worse it gets, and then it, you get on that vicious cycle. I can imagine it being that kind of thing. But um, no, I think uh, he's he played great at the Hall of Fame. Um, yeah. he, he always surprises everyone, you know, we, if we, if he doesn't play or we don't, you know, we don't tour for a couple of years and then he comes to rehearsal, um, and he, he gets up and he, he plays what he can play. And it's always surprising to everyone how well he's doing. 
considering the condition that he's got. It's again, it's an inspiration, Glenn. Yeah. Yeah.